So this program was made possible by a small TV license fee so we can keep on making memories and telling stories in your language and, of course, on your favorite radio station. TV licenses, pay yours, make a difference. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. I must admit, ever since I started working at the corporation, I now just ask people, do you pay your TV license? Because if you don't, it means you're not paying my salary. Uh, <laughs> so please pay your TV license. I'm joking. I don't think I don't think licenses go towards paying our salaries. No, they don't. But, you know, if whatever makes you feel better by way of getting you to pay it. So, yeah, pay it so that Bridget can have a beautiful December holiday. Um, it is the Jet Set Breakfast right here on SAF. Word domination uh, right now. And we're looking at books to consider for your holiday reading over this festive season. I must admit, I started the year off incredibly well by way of, you know, trying to. So, Bongani, I unofficially inserted myself into my friend's book clubs. Um, and, and, I, and I was doing really well, but now I've just lost attention and lost track. Uh, Bongani Mklangu joins me on the line. He's a journalist and a writer, Mklangu, uh, to talk about books. How are you doing, Bongani? I'm all right, Bridget, and you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, the year was, it was, it was going well. It, it was going well. They would read books and gather as the book club, and then I'd just hijack the book after they were done, and I'd get to reading. But somewhere along the lines, I fell off the bandwagon, and I think that kind of happens to a lot of us when when it comes to reading. And ultimately, in the summer, we end up with with a laundry list of books that I don't even think we get through. Well, uh, it happens to uh, book readers. It happens to them. I mean, you buy books, and there are books. Uh, I look at my bookshelf. There mm. are books that I I bought like six, seven years ago. I haven't touched. Mm. So it it happens because you keep buying and buying and buying, and it doesn't mean when you buy it at that time or at that point, because as Amanda Bello will say, in those ninja pasina, you know. So there are many things to juggle around in, in, in this life. So you might plan to do something, but other things may come in the way. And you might have to stop doing that or pause yeah. doing this and focus on this or, or, or that. So in those ninja passing no, so true. Uh, it is the voice yeah. of journalist and writer Bongani Matlangu joining me on the line. And uh, we're talking books right now. So you've got a few books that you're recommending for, for the summer. Before we even get to those recommendations, I must admit, people who have the ability of packing books in their luggage and actually getting through them in the summer holidays, I take my hats off to you because the intention might be there. But as you just said, one mimosa, two mimosas in on a beautiful summer's day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I must admit, when I go on holiday, I don't take a book. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I don't because I read a lot when I'm home. Yeah. So when when going on holiday, I, I don't necessarily take a book. I mean, I will pick up magazines here and there because, you know, some of these places where we go, you will find there are magazines mm. there and you might find some interesting subjects there. And even they might even refer you to other books that you may not have uh, that you may not have read. So I do light reading when I, when I go on holiday. I do heavy reading when I'm home. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. And and part of that reading this year, um, you know, what have you sort of 
sunk your teeth into that you feel it's a must for for all of us you know one book that i just picked up uh, not long ago nation on the couch mm. uh, uh, inside south africa's mind by wabi long okay quite interesting book i haven't finished reading the book but mm. i can tell you the a couple of pages that i've already read they are saying to me this is a book to read mm. why is it a book to read you know south africa uh, we need, uh, the, as a nation, we need what we call a baby we need to talk mm. uh, type of thing. And the couple of pages I've already uh, uh, gone through tells me that Wadi Long is trying to get us to that point where we need to talk. Mm. Um, because we, we hardly confront uh, ourselves in terms of what problems we are going through in South Africa. Mm. Uh, we like to gloss over things. I mean, one of the things he mentioned is the euphoria of 1994, just after 1994, mm. how, how we got so excited about what was happening that we neglected to touch on serious issues, you know, that uh, would catch up with us as they have uh, caught up with us in the, in the present day South Africa. The, the issues of inequality mm. uh, are still so much uh, with us because we didn't properly address them from 1994. We thought, we thought everything now is okay. Uh, let's forget. I mean, there was even a song, South Africa, we love you. Let's forget about the past and building new nations. Mm. And uh, you don't just forget the past like, like that because the past comes back into your present and into the future to haunt you, especially if you didn't properly address, address it. Mm. So, so the, 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 the inequality that we still experience in South Africa is because we didn't touch on it. We didn't focus on it and really come up with solutions to how do we solve these problems. Mm. And Wabi takes the, looks at the problem uh, from, from his perspective as a, as a psychiatrist, uh, psychologist, uh, you know, from a philosophy point of view, which mm. is very important because if you look at the problems of the world, psychologists and psychiatrists were, were very much involved in creating those problems, some of those problems. Mm. You know, uh, the issue of apartheid, uh, psychiatrists were very, very much involved in creating the problem. Mm. The issue of racism and slavery, psychologists and psychiatrists were very involved in, in creating that, uh, that problem. So you also need them to be involved to solve that problem because mm. they will know, um, uh, you know, they will be able to nip it in the bud or to know the root of the problem mm. and to say these are the root causes of the problem. And maybe we need to move towards this direction to solve the problem. One of the, one of the things he points out is uh, the, we have a serious problem of alienation in, in South Africa. Mm. We, are, we are like aliens to each other, most of us. Uh, you will remember, Bridget, when we grew up, you knew who your neighbors were. Mm. You played uh, with your neighbors. Basically, we knew each other. You even knew people who stayed four streets or five streets away from where you stayed. Yeah. Or on the other side of the hill, if you stayed in a in a village. Today, I I I, I will also admit I don't know many of my neighbors. Mm, mm. I only know a couple of them. So we are alienated from each other, and because we are alienated from each other, we don't know what we are going through, mm. and we are not we are not able to gather around and help each other solve whatever problems we are be going through as a community. 
Mm. You, you know, so that further perpetuates the problem that we have in, in, in South Africa because you know, we don't know who's going through what and how we can... Because you might find that your neighbor has the kind of help that you need, but because you don't know them, yeah, you're not you're not getting you're not getting that help. So it's that type of thing that that we that we have in South Africa. And this book, for me, is to me, Wabi uh, is pointing us to that direction to say we should go towards that direction where we we sit on the couch and we say, baby, we need neighbor, we need to talk, you know, and. Uh, you you we look at each other as different race groups and say mm. we need to talk. Mm. You know, we need to talk. What what are your fears? What are your discomforts? How do we help each other so that we are comfortable living together in in, in, in this country? Yeah. You know, we live we live in isolation uh, to each other, and I think that's why our prob- problems are continuing because I think your problems are not my problems. Yes. Nothing to do with me. You, you know, that's at the root cause of the problem of South Africa. And I think Wabi is nailing it. Uh, with with this book so far, um, as I've read the book, he's nailing it to say let let's look at what are the issues uh, individually, but look at them also as as a group of people in in South Africa and see how we can solve those problems. Yeah, I mean, from what you've just saying to us now, Bongani, definitely sounds uh, you know like pertinent reading. Almost sounds as though if we were all you know. Um, I guess if we were all forced to subscribe to any one material of reading at any given time, this would be that book that would be the prescribed reading for all of us at this particular juncture. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've noted it down. I'll definitely be getting it uh, and see if I can pass it along to some of my friends as well. Uh, interesting stuff in terms of just the conversation that needs to happen. But this is one of uh, two, three books that you feel that we should sink our our teeth into another one being a book called lady ole am i am i saying it right yes lady ole is by itumelen mutuba mm. uh, Mutuba was a general reporter he was worked for so i said all the time the time is at some point she stayed out in, in Victoria, so she's moving mm. And and this book, you know, uh, I must say, it's a, it's a kinky book. It's a kinky book. <laughs> it's a kinky book. It's a kind of book that takes you to uh, the life of uh, people in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. You know, but what I like about it is that maybe... Oh, man. The, 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 so, sorry, uh, Bongani. The line is just... Uh getting dicey there for a second. I don't know if load shedding has just hit you as well, um, but maybe if you could just stand still or go back to that original position that you were standing at a moment ago. We had such a clear line um, and now it's just starting to sound a little bit wobbly. Uh, let's see Let's see if, uh, if it's better now. Bridget? Yes, yes. You were saying it's a kinky book, Lady Ole. Very kinky, naughty. <laughs> kind of book. Itumeleng is very naughty. I, I, I tease him. I tease her to say that we're not only Google pornography, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, it's a, it's a light book. In fact, it reads like a movie. Okay. It, it's a book that reads like, like a movie. It's about a, 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 a girl called Ulebukeng. Well, it's a girl that grows into a woman. Mm. 
she unfortunately loses her parents at a young age, and she has a younger brother to also take care of. Mm. And unfortunately, the family sort of ill-treats her and, and, the younger, and, the younger, and the younger brother, and she has to find ways to survive and, and to also protect the, the brother. And unfortunately, because we have vultures out there, and then there are older men who prey on her, mm. you know, but she manages to uh, grow out of that uh, situation and be an independent uh, woman of her own and start her own business that thrives, mm. you know. But the past continuously catches up with her because remember now she's traumatized about the experiences she's gone through. Mm. Uh, older men taking advantage of her to such an extent that she she doesn't believe in what uh, what would be called committed uh, relationships. Mm. She doesn't even believe in in, in in marriage, and she and then she bumps into a guy called uh, she calls. She ends up calling him Master Jack because Master Jack does the Fifty Shades of Grey things mm. uh, uh, with her, and she likes it. You know, it's a stop it, I like it kind of thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and she likes it, you know. But they they just can't get together because she's not trusting, mm. and Master Jack is a criminal of note, uh, you know, an assassin of sort, mm. um, you know, so they can't really uh, be a couple. But what happens, there are nice twists and turns into the book. What happens is that Master Jack has a son, mm. and it, it happens that Ulebu um, Heng uh, falls in love with the son. Mm-hmm. You know, and at some point, you know, it's it's a thrilling book. As I say, it's a movie yeah. in a book. Oh, you know, it, it's a fantastic book. Uh, by uh, in fact, it's her first book. Oh, uh, that she yeah she published uh, last year. It's it's a self-published book by by Mutuba. It, it, it's one of the books that I recommend. And it, has she know, written stuff before prior to to this book? No, she was working for the mainstream media, as I mentioned earlier on. Ah. So this is, yeah, this is you know she's also known as a poet in in Pretoria circles. Uh-huh. So you know she's frequented uh, many uh, poetry sessions and, and and stuff like that. She's a pe- performing artist. Uh, this is her first, very first book, and I I do recommend it. It's a it's a great book. It's a good book uh, to read. It's very light, mm. but also also touches on very important issues of. Uh, uh, abuse, yeah. uh, especially older men preying on, 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 on young girls when they should be father figures yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, to them. Very, very important book. But as I said, light, serious, at the same time, kinky. kinky. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Bongani, sometimes we need, uh, you know, sometimes the brain needs a little bit of that escapism, um, especially I used to say to people all the time that my reading goes in three cycles. Um, you know, there was a time when I was pursuing my degree and um, and so it was academic reading, and then straight after that period, you want to escape after you you know after having been seeing textbooks and textbooks and textbooks for for months, you just want to escape. And so a little bit of that fiction is always good to get your your mind into a different character, into a different world, and then maybe come back on the back of that um, and and get your your brain thinking again with with something a little bit more sort of meaty like. The, the nation on the couch that you spoke of yeah. earlier. So I like yeah. that that sort of dynamic reading 
uh, a little mm-hmm. escape, a little uh, realism, um, you know, and, and just make sure that you have a, a well-rounded, well-balanced reading list. Listen, thank you definitely. so much for sharing with us this morning. Um, you've definitely given us two books that I think uh, we're going to be putting in our summer read list. Um I don't know where I'll start, but no, actually, I think I know exactly where I'll start. Can you tell from I, my smile? <laughs> I, I know, I know. You want to, you want to be naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Pretoria. <laughs> what do they get up to? <laughs> Pretoria is a world on its own. I must tell you. <laughs> no, this I have heard. Uh, that was Bongani uh, Mashangu joining us this morning to share uh, riveting reads that you and I should sink our eyes into this summer. Uh, speaking around Itumulengma. Tuba's Lady Ole and of course Wabi Long's Nation of the Couch a few minutes to go before the top of the hour with the 9 o'clock news coming up and then on the other side of 9 we have our guest presenter taking over for the hour uh, Tulile Kanyile is uh, going to be joining us and bringing along some guests as we prepare to wrap up Jet Set Breakfast on the Sunday morning